0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 21 of Rolling with the Barons. Uh, I am your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. All right, the Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. More about the Relocation Football League at www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, that'll link you to all the league news. It'll introduce you to more teams, not just uh, not just us, not just the Barons. All right, and it'll also link you to all the uh, social medias for the league. All right, so definitely check that out. Again, www.relocatedfootballleague.com. All right, and if you want to uh, keep up with the Bears, if you're a fan and you want to follow us, get the news, get the updates, all right, outside of the pod, you can follow us on Twitter, and on IG at Baron's RFL. All right. Now we're gonna start off this pot a little different. We're gonna we're gonna try to change up the format for this pot a little bit. Have a little bit more organization. All right. Usually I just come out here and just kind of just kind of ramble off what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, last week we had to call with uh, Nikki Flames, and after hearing uh, the results, like. I didn't want to not post it because we did it. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of information in that pot that we wanted to get out, but just to set up and just how things were moving after hearing the pod over, it's just things that I thought about that uh, I could work on, man. Uh, as far as this whole, as far as this whole setup, man. So not just for when we do have uh, Nikki Flames on the podcast, which we hope they have him on the podcast later on tonight or well today. But also, just for the setup as for the podcast as a whole, as far as introducing uh fans, keeping people updated, uh, I'm still going to be me because I am who I am, but we can still add a little bit more structure to it, all right? So, today, hold on, today I'm here with notes. I got notes, guys, I got notes. So, uh, we got the podcast notes, this is where we're going to start at. We've been off, we've been off, alright, we, we had our NFL bye, uh, we haven't really talked since our Wizards game, man, and uh, just things to keep us uh, caught up, man, just to keep everybody caught up on things that have happened, alright, uh, with the NFL bye, man, Breaker still was able to get player of the week, Uh so It's a great accomplishment, man. It's a great accomplishment. Uh, definitely looks good in the stat. Shout out to my mans. Uh, and it was good that he got it with us using this Carolina uh, playbook, uh, with that being the last playbook that we were on at Advance. Uh, So seeing him being, it shows that there is potential within this book of the things that we can accomplish. It's just a matter of putting those things together behind the scenes so we can create those same kind of results. So definitely great, definitely great to see. Uh, hopefully boost him up a little bit of that uh mvp run and put some respect on his name man you can never have too many stats to help put some respect on your name man and hopefully we can come out uh this week and continue to show that same kind of success we don't want to come all player of the week off the nfl game and then we come out in this game and my man throws like a touchdown and 37 picks or something like that you know you know what i'm saying so but it's all—it's always good to see your guys being successful, man. And this is just another, another time of being successful. Another—I think he had just one, uh, like the Madden Player of the Week. You know, with the Player of the Week, that whole thing is kind of. I don't I don't know because Daddy leaves to say one thing, Madder to say one thing, and then at the end of the day it comes down to Smitty if for Smitty to still pick my man's brink. The Brink's truck, boy, for 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 Smitty to still pick my man's Brink, man. Hey. I'm with it, bro. I'm with it. So shout out to Brink. Brinks truck, man. Brink's truck. Shout out to Brink. All right. Also keeping it on the on the up and up on the good news tip uh we had a couple upgrades we had a couple upgrades all right well we had we had a few some uh minor guys i know uh finch got an upgrade we, we did his patch rushing uh who else got an upgrade uh Tompkins got an upgrade uh we did his run stuff for some of our key def guys we just kept making them better and why we have them here you know what i'm saying but uh the key there was some key upgrades that we're gonna discuss, all right. <clears throat> First off, my man's heyday. All right, heyday Harold, I call him Heyday cause you don't wanna go over there. And he's been showing it, man. He's been showing it and for him to be twenty nine, bro, for him to be twenty nine, X factor or not, bro, and still be coming out here making these results, bro. I think this is second upgrade this season, bro. It's like <clears throat> Don't play with my mans, bro, and just to see we wanna get him we want another one, man. We know I know it's it's like it's like twenty one thousand XP, bro, but I don't care, bro. I feel like if we just keep putting him in the positions, man, somehow, some way, we can get it done, bro. Because at thirty, players usually regress, man, and if we can just have him regressing from a higher point, regressing from a 94 overall, would be a lot better than regressing from a 93 overall, which is way better than regressing from a 92 overall. You know what I'm saying? So it's just to see that growth, to continue growing. He's out here making plays, making a name, bro, still in his prime and showing it, bro. Like Even if he does hit the wall super hard, bro, the way he's going out right now, A- hey, hey bro he's somebody you're gonna have to worry bro and we have plans for heyday uh depending on how things go man we have plans for heyday so we we signed him and i know it probably shocked a lot of people with his age but just let me tell you something good we got plans for heyday bro we got plans for heyday it's just about where he's best it's just about where he's best but to see him continue to be great continuing to grow bro and in the runner for defensive back of the year, I think the last time I looked, he was number one, man. I can't really see him in the foul. I know uh they say uh Rashad Chamberlain is in the runner too, and he's been having a great season, bro. He's been having a great season, bro. So hey, to be you understand the caliber of players that you have to compete with. And everybody knows Rashad Chamberlain, bro. Everybody knows Rashard Chamberlain, but people sleep on Heyday, bro. People sleep on Heyday, so to have Heyday Harold up there in the same conversation as a guy like Rashard Chamberlain, bro, we I'm with it, bro. I'm with it. Put some respect on my guy's name, bro. Put some respect on my guy's name. All right. Staying in the secondary, you feel me? But kind of on a different note, it's like. Our guy Harmon Richardson also got an upgrade, and it boosted him up two overall. You know hear I me? Mean? They boosted him up two overall, and let me tell you something good. Harms got benched for Dada, and I'm not taking Dada out. I'm not taking Dada out because Dada's been doing what he had to do, bro. Dada's been doing what he had to do, and I'm not taking Sparks out because that. Could, that would be the dumbest thing I could do. I'm never taking sparks out ever. You feel me? So now we have harms. Like he had his time to show and prove, and it did. That's why Dada's in right now. You feel me? But at the same time, it's like, hey, we have this guy. He's he's gotten better, man, and we want to see what he can do. Are there ways that we can kind of? Dibble and dabble and see what he can do and what's the best position to put him in, if we use him. You know what I'm saying? To see, like, we don't just want to have a guy just here. You know what I'm saying? We want to try to put him in use as if possible. So we're gonna we're gonna move him around a little bit, man. We're gonna have him uh, at a couple backup spots. We're gonna have him. We've had him at the backup outside corner this whole time. Obviously, because it plays to his strength with him being uh, 6'2 and more of a physical guy. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we want to have him on the outside. But at the same time, man, uh, you fighting for your job, for real. Like, you fighting for a spot. Like, you could be blocked. But we at least want to see what you can do. Because if we can use you, we will. Like, I have no problem moving Dada to the slot. But I don't want to let moving Dada to the slot hinder VA because we want to put VA in the slot. He just he unlocked the superstar ability. We wanted to get him in there last week and we couldn't, man. So uh, this week we we we're getting him in there, bro. On the depth chart, setting it up. Shout out to uh Lido, uh Loso. Uh, we definitely we definitely getting him in the game. We want to see what he can do, man. We want to see what he can do. And as much as I really want to believe that the new harms. The upgrade is going to make a difference, especially because he got an awareness boost. It's just like, bro, what I've seen, like, not not just this year, bro, but last year he was more of a liability, too. We learned that Sparks was the lockdown from Harms being more of the liability. It, it got to a point. It's not like both sides weren't tested. It just got to a point where you just knew not to throw on one side. And now with Dada in the game, we – it's turning to don't throw over here either. Like, maybe that's why tight ends are eating us up because you can't throw to your receivers. Like, it's probably in your best interest not to do that. So, we got to see. If we can find a way to get that off three spots, like, we tried it with McNary, and we didn't get the results that we wanted. Uh, we're going to throw Atkinson in there. He's young and a superstar. We can, we can develop him, man. He's grown a lot since we got him. I want to say he was a 60... 65 66 when we got him and now for him to be through the halfway point of the season a 70 unlocked his ability hey, amen we want to see what he can do like we really wanted to see it more when we was going in our zone scheme last week but we just feel like with the receivers that the Thunderbirds have been rolling out we can give it a shot again, man. We can give it a shot. Like if he is the guy who gets a up in this game, I understand. But I also feel like with him being targeted, man, great things. I have he's shown great results, man. when he was less than what he was. So we'll see. The lights are on now. So we'll see, man. But all that is gonna affect Harms. Like we might we're gonna we're gonna throw Harms in at the second slot. We're gonna throw him as the first backup outside receiver. Uh, we've already kind of come to our conclusion on McNary. Like, we like him and we will use him when we need to, but he's not the guy we want out there first. Like, now, don't get me wrong. I've seen McNary make a lot of plays, a lot of tackles, and a lot of key moments, man. But I also see McNary get A up to a p- points to where I felt like it overshadowed the plays that he made. So, we'll see. We're going to rotate some guys in there. Like, you know me, I'll try some guys out. So, we're going to try some guys out. We got Atkinson for this position. Like, when we got him, we saw him as a guy that we can grow. And then, with him having the development, we got more motivation to grow him. He's grown. So, now it's time to put him out there because he's going to grow even more on the field. And I think we have the guys around him. That we can take a couple bumps and bruises, if need be. All right, we shall see. All right, and then lastly, in the key upgrades, which uh, people may not see as key as me, but uh, my guy uh, uh Freeman, Tevin Freeman, man, he got an upgrade. Uh, wide receiver, man, I have him on a uh, kick return right now. I had him on part return a little bit this season. I like him on part return, too. It's just we've been trying to work around with other guys to see if we can uh, utilize their playmaking ability. But if they don't work, he's coming right back. Like, they're who he's competing with. Like, it's his spot. And so one of them say, hey, I can do this. So we're going to see, especially going down in this key run, if we can get a bigger playmaker there Then hey. But with this upgrade, we kind of want to put him right back. And be like, hey. We'll see. But he's a guy that we've been building specifically for the slot, man. Just his makeup, his build up, and the way that we run our slot position from the short routes to the screen routes to the end of rounds, all to the blocking. Like, just all of that, just from just from what he's shown us from the preseason getting those two touchdowns uh in the fourth quarter man he's shown us that he can be a reliable guy man in the right situations and he's a guy we want to build we're invested in uh it's hard to find those young guys those young rookie guys that you feel like hey hey man This is a guy that I really want to build. Like, off the practice squad, those late-round guys. And he's one of those guys that we just happened to find. uh, uh, I think it was in free agency, man. We found him in free agency. He wasn't a guy that we drafted. So, and he's the guy who made it onto 53 over a higher overall guys. Xavier Ballard, who is on the Thunderbirds right now, who we'll be facing, is on the Thunderbirds right now because of Freeman. That's the kind of investment that we had in him. And especially with the five-year uh, age difference between the two, I think it's five years, four or five years age difference between the two, it's like, hey, this is a guy we feel that we can use. And it's worked out for both guys so far because Freeman's continued to grow and continue to get his snaps. And Ballard has found a home, bro. I think Balor is a guy who, unfortunately, is it's not somebody who I wanted to play against. But there was also a time where I I offered him to the Thunderbirds. You know what I'm saying? So, I understand, man. I understand it is what it is. It sucks that it's divisional. He's the guy who's going to be key. That's the Hail Mary, man. Like, he's the guy who caught the Hail Mary from Winkle last season. So, it's like we know exactly what Ballard can bring to the table, man. It was just in in this room. In our room, we just felt like we had a bunch of guys with potential and with him being where he was with his age, he would need his shot right now. And we couldn't give him the right now. And the Thunderbirds can, man. So, hey, hey, man. But while we have this young guy in Freeman that we can build behind trainer who's uh, 28, 29, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what we're looking at right now. We think we find a guy who can be a weapon for us, uh, not only in the future, but uh, now as well, man. And uh, we shall see. All right, we shall see. All right, so uh, from here, we're going to move to our injury update. Uh, Both Kenny Steele and Lane Printers got the, hey, you want to rush them back this week? And I gave them both the nah. We're going to start both of their backups. But uh, with that, that means this is the last game we'll be playing without both of those guys, and both of those guys have been very key, and it seems like with this book, man, well, the last game with this book, our run game was very efficient, man, and it makes me wonder what it will be like with both of those guys here, so we'll see, man, we'll see, hopefully we can have another kind of performance, this is the Thunderbirds, but still, that was the Wizards, you feel me, and their line ain't shabby neither. I mean, it's not the Thunderbirds, but nobody's line is. So we'll see. We'll see going into this man. We're hoping that we can have a productive game from our running back group. I think it'll be. I think it's going to be good for us to run uh, a few of them, man. But right now, without Kenny, oh. Uh, the anticipation of Kenny in the upcoming weeks and what we've seen in this book man I can't wait I can't wait and we're not bringing him back early all, bro. like rest up be 110 percent and the same is going to go with uh printers we are not rushing printers back because he's key especially with us going down the stretch and he's a guy when we get to the playoffs that we're going to need uh, you have to be able to run the ball in the playoffs and you have to be able to protect your qb and pre- Printage is a key guy you feel me printers i wish we had him right now man but i'm not risking the injury against the line that we're about to play man i'd rather just scheme for the guy that we have to put in and set it up to our the l's are minimal you know what i'm saying but We'll see how that goes. I can't wait for both of those guys to get back. All right. Now, this next topic is something that is kind of new to the pod. Like, it's something I never really brought up. I don't talk about things like this, but I'm going to set a poll up on Twitter uh, after the pod drops. But to me, in my opinion, man, I just feel like, Amari Manuel is established, establishing himself as the face of this franchise, man. Like, Amari Manuel, like, he missed part of his rookie season, man. But since then, man, since he's come back, he's just been continuing to get better and better, man. Like, becoming that X-Factor Y receiver last year and currently right now leading the... uh. RFL and touchdowns. He made it to the uh well, I know he's leading the NRC. I don't know if he's leading the ARC too, so I'm not gonna say that. I know he's leading the NRC in touchdowns right now. I know uh he made himself an X Factor man. Like he's grown a lot. Like it may not look like it from just if you just look at his overall, I think he might have just went up like four overall so far. Like since he's been drafted, bro. But if you really look at his whole archetypes, like offer arcs, he's built himself. Like his biggest knock was his catching, man. And you would never think that his biggest knock was his catching from the place that he's been making, bro. And it's just it's taking some time to kind of build him up to those plays because he's always he's always had the potential to do it, man. It's just changing that potential into domination you know what I'm saying it's like now you expect him to make those plays instead of it being he can make those plays you know what I'm saying it's like he slowly I don't want to say slowly he's become a household name man and it's hard not to think about the Barons without thinking about Amari Manuel like if you're just a casual RFL fan when you think about the Barons, you think about Amari Manuel. Like I got hype. Like, no, don't get me wrong, Kenny's gonna get his play. Kenny's gonna get his hype, man. But and Breaker's gonna get his hype for me. But like when you just genuinely just watch the Barons, man, Amari has on the field, man, made those plays. He's the person that people remember when they come back to the game. It's like when I see Eddie or Eddie or John Buller in the chat, you feel me? amari is the guy that he's looking at like hey where's our guy like that's our guy and for our fans to say that's our guy he's the face bro he's the face and you're gonna see a lot more you're gonna see a lot more promotion of amari man like you're gonna see a lot more promotion of amari it's just like even watching in our last game and hearing uh mix a amari becoming the household name it's like He's been consistently making plays for us this year, last year, like since he's been active, like since since his rookie season, he's been consistently, or since returning back from his injury, his rookie season, he's been consistently making plays, like consistently making plays, proving that he is our guy, man. He is our guy, and I think, It's time to just acknowledge him as the face of the franchise, man. It's time to just acknowledge him as the face of the franchise. Like, he's our number one. Like, unquestionably our number one, man. I think he's... The best receiver in the league, man. I think he's the best receiver in the league. I don't think there's anything that he can't do. Like, I know there's been other guys to make the plays. There's the guidance. There's the Robinsons. Like, I understand, bro. I understand. But it's just like, I'm biased. He's my guy. But I just think when other people watch him too, man, like, what Amari's career could be, bro, And the caliber of people that he's doing it against, it's not like he's going out here playing scrubs. He's playing the Chamberlain. He's playing the Straters. Like, he's playing this Normans, like... Come on now, bro. Like, our whole division is nothing but lockdown corners on both sides, bro. On both sides. And Amari is still out here leading the league in touchdowns, bro. Like, come on, bro. We play an X Factor every week, bro. We play an X Factor every week, bro. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, don't sleep on Amari, bro. He's the face of our franchise, man. And I think one thing that kind of... Aided that is the injury history of uh, Kenny. Like, I don't think he's played a complete season. I think even last year he got injured. I think he just happened to get injured during like NFL games. He might have missed one game. But even with that, man, it's just like just the consistency that <clears throat> Amari has shown, man. Like, he's the guy, man. He's the guy. It's too bad it's no B in Amari manual, but hey man. Everybody knows Amari, man. Everybody knows Amari. Alright. Now, uh. Next we're gonna move on to our T-Birds uh game review, man. Alright, so. Last time we played the T-Birds, man, we came out, uh, what was it? It was Ravens offense. It was uh <clears throat> Pittsburgh defense, all right? This time, it's going to be Carolina offense. It's going to be uh, Rams defense, man. We're switching it up. We're switching it up, all right? Now, first, I'm going to start off. I'm going to start with the defense first because the defense is me, all right? And then we're going to call in and Nikki Flames, and we're going to ask him some questions about the offense and uh, the final decisions on how we're going to attack, all right? Now... Nicky Flames got a lot of range this week, man. Against a top-tier defense, man. Now, he was put to the test. He was put to the test. I I, I was like, hey, you got her this. You got her this. You got her this. Like, too, it was annoying. I didn't care. You got her this. You got her this. And he, like, he found the information. Then we took the information. And then I was like, hey, boom, boom. You see this information? Now, this is why we got this information. And we expounded to the next part of the information. Things that you want and really think about when you get this information. Like, Those things are key because I feel like Nicky Flames can be a great coach in this league. And I'm just trying to save him the trouble of having to, like, you're you're always going to have to take your bumps and bruises to learn, man. But if I can save him the trouble of just a whole lot of learning, you feel me, and get you to understand things earlier for when you go to take on your team, I think that's going to be key, man. I think that's going to be key. So that's what we've really been working on, and this is going to be our first real look at how those things have gone. All right. So now we're going to get deeper into that when we call it the Nikki Flames. All right. Right now, I'm just going. To, I'm gonna go back to talking about the defense. All right. Now, with us coming out with the Rams defense. All right. It doesn't change the. Strategy in which I was te- which I was gonna take. All right, Stingray baby, Stingray. All right, we coming out and cover one again, just like last time. I watched this game against the Diablos. He ran a little bit. Listen, run a little bit on me. Come over here. Come, hey you, hey LC three, run a little bit on me. Please come run a little bit on me. That's all we we waiting to line you. I'm waiting for Ethan King. To line you up. That's all I want to see. That's all. Just one. Just one good line. Now, I think there's other people. I think Kate's going to line them up. I think TC going to line them up, too. I think low-key, 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 the guy who might cause the fumble is Yap. Yap got big hitter, too. Yap has big hitter. Yap has big hitter. He just doesn't get a lot of times where he's hitting people in space. But let Yap hit you in space. Let him hit you in space. And that's, that's what we really, really want to do. I know we snatchy a game right now, Cricklin. Cricklin in the house, I know we snatchy a game right now. But we want some fumbles too, man. We might have like three fumbles. Now, hey, the fumble we got last game was key. It won the game. So, hey, listen, listen. I take them how we get them. I take mine. We get them, but we at least want to get some more. We like. We don't have that one domineering presence on our defense who is just like, "Hey, you don't want to go over there." Like we don't have our Levi Mac. Like as much as I want to try to make Ethan King the Levi Mac, I can't get a hit power boost for nothing. No matter what I build, I be trying. I be trying to get a hit power boost. If I can get my man from eighty eight, boy, it would change the game. It would change the game, but hey, listen, while we got it, where it's at, and we can pick on the people we can pick on, LC3, come run it over here by my mans, because we're trying to pick on you, all right, we're we trying to keep the spot on you, all right, now, with that being said, again, we coming out here feeling like, hey, we can man up all of y'all, so we're gonna man up all of y'all. It don't matter. We're even gonna throw the young buck out there. We're gonna throw VA out there. Man ain't even his game for real. Not right now, but it will be because I'm the coach. You feel me? But hey, so we're gonna throw him out there to the to the to the wars too. We feel like we got enough guys behind them that uh we can save him if we need to save him. But we also feel like, hey, if the opportunity presents itself, we just unlock the superstar, you just unlock tip drill. So Hey, we try and get them some picks, get them some XP, get them some overall, man. That's our goal. That's our goal. All right. On this week's episode of Come Throw It, we have the Toronto Thunderbirds, and we want y'all to come throw it so we can come catch it. Basically, that's it. That's it, bro. Come, come, come throw the ball. We want to stop Over Street. We're not doing this. You get your one big run. Nah, we're trying to put it into all of that. Just like Mickens. Just like Mickens. We had the same approach. Like, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. All right? You're going to have to throw it to Phillips. Like, that's... You're going to have to throw it to Phillips. And this time, we have guys in the middle. Just to keep you from throwing it to Phillips. Now, the key is going to be... We're going to make some substitutions, man. Now, Phillips is kind of quick. Phillips is kind of quick, so we're going to take J.C. out, man. Usually we have J.C. over the tight end. We're going to take him out this game, man. We're going to drop him down to the third, to the relief, so when King gets tired, he can come back and play over the middle because I trust that a lot better, and the only way that I can get Ethan King into that second slot is as a formation sub, and I don't like trying to make formation subs when we the live game is too much. I don't like doing that. I try to all my depth chart. It's just the depth chart. If you just go put the player in a spot, it'll line up exactly how I wanted to line up. You feel me? It's no extra files, no extra. Hey, you gotta go into this and do this. Nah, just line my guys up in the chat, and we ready to go, bro. We ready to go. So. Because I don't, I can't put Ethan King in that slot <clears throat> to one up the the tight end, and I can't put Heyday there either because he's a starter. It's all because it's the second slot. Wherever he's starting at is going to be the priority. You feel me? The only reason why they let sub linebacker uh, Ethan King play sub linebacker is because it's priority over strong safety. Don't know why. Not gonna argue with it because it's what I need. You feel I me? Mean? So, hey, we got my man's in the middle. So, we have to find somebody that we want to put there, and I got to narrow down to two people. I got to narrow down to two people, really. And one of them, we got to get back on the squad. You know, Madden's going to Madden, as you know I say, man, and just switching off teams and transactions. Madden just, Madden's going to Madden, which is stupid, but... It is what it is. So we had one of our guys off to fifty three, get kicked off to fifty three, and a man assigned some dummy. Like I don't know who this is, but I understand why they signed him. because how I got my roster set up. But get out of here, man, and I got this. So we gotta get our man's back. He's gonna be key. Uh, I think we gonna throw uh, him in there. Basically, no, I'll be real. It's CPU. The competition right now is between uh Jared Jacola. And uh Alonzo Barry, man. Alonzo Barry. See, now when it's going cover one, I feel like I should throw Barry in there because he got uh the better man coverage, man. But when it's Tate Phillips, I feel like I I should throw uh Jicola in there because he has the better athletic ability. You know what I'm saying? He's he's six four with eighty nine speed, eighty nine acceleration. 93 jump, 93 agility, 93 change of direction. So if I'm trying to stick with a super fast tight end, Jacola seems like the guy should go with You feel me? But when it comes to the strap straps, you feel me? Barry is the guy who got the strap straps. So it's just trying to decide what's going to be more important, man. What's going to be more important? So we shall see. We shall see. We're still looking a little bit at the tape to see what type of routes they like to run in certain situations. Because if we're going to be doing this corner route thing again, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the fast tall guy over the strap straps guy. Because even if you strap strap, I got to look at this man route. That's what I need to look at. I need to look at Tate Fuller's route. If his route is less than my man coverage, we're going to be right there for at least the first five, six yards. Then he might slowly pull away. But I think we can handle that. We'll see, man. We'll see. It's a toss-up, man. See, when you had those guys who were like, what, 69 overalls, but you just know how you can use their abilities to your advantage, man. These are the kind of things you got to think about, man. And it's like we have one of those guys, and this is the time. This is the time where I felt like, hey, man, if we need this man to really shut somebody down, man, we could do it in the preseason tape. In the preseason, we started him as sub. In the preseason, we started our man Barry as sub linebacker because we wasn't playing King bro, and he showed out, bro. Matter of fact, I'm about to watch that again just to double check to see what I want to do, man, because he showed out for real. He showed out. So we're gonna see, bro. And then I think I put him at uh, free safety. And then we got another guy. We got uh, we got my man. See, this is the thing. I could put your Cola as sub linebacker and then get my man Case off the practice squad and put him at free safety behind Heyday when Heyday gets tired. That's the biggest thing is when my safeties get tired, who's going to be in the rotation? You feel me? Or I could just leave your as the number two. You feel me? Or in the dime number two. You feel me? If I go dime, then he's the sub linebacker anyway. And then I can just keep uh, Barry as the, the sub linebacker in the nickel. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about, especially when it's for the division. So, when it's for that, I'm not, listen, ain't gonna be no wild card, none of that. Nope. I don't even want to be in that race because we already lost to the Diablos. We already lost to the Desperados. We gotta play the Lancers too. Like, nope, 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 nope. We gotta play the Explorers again. Nope, 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 nope. Division, we win in the division, 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 we're in the league, we're not losing this lead. division, bro, division, 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 I don't care about it. nothing else, nothing else, division, 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 all right, hey, hey, listen, listen, we cannot be playing around with none of these teams, none of these teams, bro, none of them, we can't be playing around, bro, People don't even believe we're supposed to be here right now. We still probably just thought of as just the fodder in the way. If things would have went differently, we wouldn't be right here right now. So we still trying to prove that we legit for real. So I'm like, nah, nah, bro. Nah, we come out here with a vengeance. And that's exactly why, going back to our main point, I come out here with the stingray because I want to be aggressive. We coming in aggressive for the rest of the season, bro. We coming in aggressive, and I feel like if we don't get no picks, if we don't get no sacks, we not going to win the game. I don't care, so we're coming out here trying to get three. I hope it's the, the best, what, what's it, sunny day, pushing the clouds up. What, yeah, I hope it's one of them, because I don't hear nothing about no rain when we out here getting these picks. Like, nah, bro, we coming, bro, we coming, bro, we comment and i don't want to give old street no yard Don't him to be looking like mickens listen i'm getting heated and i shouldn't be this heated bro but it's just i'm hype bro we gotta have this bro i'm hungry bro we gotta have this bro we gotta have this we can't be playing we can't we need as much lead as possible at all times because i don't listen to me to respectfully Everybody in the league. I don't believe in nobody to beat the Thunderbirds, bro. And I don't believe in nobody to beat the Explorers when Real come back, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Love y'all to death. Brothers for life. RFL coaches unite. You feel me? But nah, bro, I don't believe in none of y'all to beat them. You feel me? I feel like it's up to me. You feel me? I know that's going to sound so egotistical arrogant i don't care bro it's these my division rivals bro just like y'all build for y'all rivals y'all y'all build to beat you win y'all division bro like i build my team to face these guys bro and i don't know bro like i want y'all to i want y'all to be great i want somebody beat them please at their best somebody just knock them out somebody please Please come win. Please. But I feel like y'all not, and I'm going to have to do it. And if I lose any of these games along the way, I'm not going to the playoffs, bro. There will be no Barons in the playoffs, bro. And we not having a no Barons in the playoffs. It's reload or or bust. And if we don't make the playoffs, it's bust. You feel me? So, nah. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. So, we coming. Defense wins championships. Hey, every game that we play from now on, is the championship. And... I'm trying to bring my defense out here to win it, bro, to win it, all right? Now, with that being said, we're going to call in to our uh, offensive assistant, uh, Nikki Flames, fo- uh, head of football operations, but now he's offensive assistant. He's almost offensive coordinator, man. He's slowly working his way up. He's slowly working his way up. I just want him to know, like, hey, you have to learn these things. I'm not just gonna give you the offense and let you run amok. I have to believe in you. I have to believe in you. You have to show me that you're learning and that you're understanding, man. And so far, he's been good, man. He's been he's been understanding, like from me dealing. I don't want to say dealing. From me being, uh, traveling this path before with my guy Mitchy. You feel me and. From that turning to me and Mitchy being like... We study the game together harder than probably some of the people that I know, man. Some of the experiments we've done, the, the simulations we've done against each other, man. Just from everything, bro. Every part of the game, bro. Like, just trying to learn to get better, bro. To understand, man. And I think... It's just a matter of knowing that you never... No, at all you can always learn some more man and i know my man's nikki flames is a good coach he's hot coming out of his league bro i understand all the confidence he has and i don't want to take none of his confidence away at all bro but i just want him to understand like this isn't the end all be all where you are bro this is just the beginning you feel me even geniuses try to get smarter bro That's why they're geniuses. Like, they know stuff, but they want to know more. They want to know more than what they know. And you always have to want to know more than what you know to get better, bro. So... Definitely! Shout out to all the coaches out there, bro. I think everybody should should listen to that, not just Nicky Flames, You feel me? It probably sound wild coming from me, but I don't care, bro. I think every coach, if you really love the game, if you really love your team, bro, you're gonna really try to strive to be to know more than what you know, bro. You're not just gonna believe you know it all. Once you believe you know it all, you're gonna lose, bro. That's why I started losing. That's why I was trash. Where I started to think, hey, once I be once I be marked. That first time, bro, I was like, "Well, the only time, because I know I had to play." In, well, I lost the second time, but hey, yo. Uh, anyway, once I beat Mark, you feel me? It was just I thought I knew it all, bro. I thought I was about to be unstoppable, bro, and nobody wanted no smoke. And once I got into the attitude, bro, you couldn't tell me nothing. I just started losing, bro. Back to back to back to back, just lost, 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 lost. It's like, bro, if you go into this feeling like you know everything, bro, you never gonna win. You never gonna win. Michael Jordan practiced every day, bro. Right. What are y'all talking about? But anyway. We're about to transition over to uh our offensive review. So we're gonna call in the Nikki Flames, man. So I'm about to stop this part here. All right, and then we will return with uh our call in Nikki Flames, all right. Nikki Flames, welcome to the podcast, man. Nice to be here. I mean we're lo- I'm looking
1: forward to the T Birds game this week, you know.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you've had you've had way, way, way more rain over the offense this week, man. How does it feel? It feels
1: good. I mean, I'm trying to look at our team and look at what the other team does. I'm trying to look at what we excel at as the Barons, and I'm trying to look at what the T Birds do well. I'm trying to put it all together to make sure we come out there and get this division closer to being under wraps for us.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And I also feel like with us having this week off, we've had a lot of time to really dive into the playbook and really learn a lot of things about it that us be a lot more successful with it.
1: Yeah, I, I've got every single
0: training that we uh, can use for this playbook listed down. Now, that's great. Now that gr- That's great, because that goes into one of my questions for, for tonight, for you, Mr. Nicky Flames. All right, so which training are we going with this week, oh, uh, we're going with smash, my man. We're going with smash okay. All right now. I know, I know. Smash was one of uh, three choices for you. Uh, what wasn't about smash that really stood out to you?
1: Well, smash. What I really liked about smash and this concept is they run a four-three defense, and four-three defense is usually a primarily used cover two as the main coverage they use for one, and for two on tape. The tape backs it up for the Thunderbirds. They do a pretty hefty amount of cover, too. And Smash right. is good at beating cover, too, even if it's man or if it's zone. So even if it's man coverage, we're still going to be Gucci because it's going to still carry over and be effective. So I feel like whatever they throw at us, even if it's not cover, too, Smash can still be effective. And just when I was looking at the film, they run a good amount of cover, too, and Smash is pretty good at beating that. And I think we got the personnel to do that pretty well to use this training.
0: Definitely, definitely. Now, my question to you now would be, what would be the the cons or the negatives or the things that can go wrong with us using the Smash concept?
1: I mean, if the CPU decides to switch things up on us, change the type of coverage, and go to a type of coverage that airs more to covering outside and covering that stuff up, then, I mean, it's going to be a bit rougher of a day for us. If they change it up, because you know, the CPU son- seems to have an ability to know what you're going to do every week, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. If they go to a book that covers outside real well, then we might be in for a world of hurt. But I mean, on tape, that's not what they do, but it can always change, right? Right
0: now, because of that, I think that really that rolls into our next question of uh, the scheme. That, uh, we choose, uh, that we chose, that we chose? We you like to talk about the scheme that we chose? Oh, yeah, I'll talk about it. I mean, we chose West Coast Zone Run
1: because uh, when we were – we chose that scheme because we want to attack them short. We want to attack them short and intermediately because we are not going to have a lot of time in the pocket with Isaiah Ingram <laughs> bearing down on us. I know that man's had one of the best RFL careers ever. Max Knight is also a beast on their O-line, so I don't want to be caught on the wrong end of that O-line with us sitting back there for way too long. Because I right. need T-Birds to rack up eight sacks, you know? Because they, they got two players on their team that could drop four sacks any given week. So we right. get the ball out quick. And plus, I mean, they got really good safeties and corners. I mean, even that's, that's not even the strongest part of their team. But, like, their safeties and corners aren't bad, too. So I don't want to attack deep too much, even though we, we do have really good receivers, like Amari Manuel and Joe Johnson. I, I do have faith in those guys to win matchups. Like that against their cornerbacks, but I don't think we're going to have the time to do it. And even if we do, I think it's going to be too hit or miss to use. I feel like a short, more consistent game that can slowly beat down this T-Birds defense will be more effective. Because if we talk, attack short, we attack intermediately, we're going to get more consistency from this offense. And with our defense the way it is and how I know you can coach this defense up to stop the other team real well, I think that's what matters is making sure we can have a consistent offense that's always getting yards and always getting points for us, you know? Definitely. Definitely.
0: All right, and I think one thing that may go unnoticed but I'm really kind of thinking about that I just kept in my brain but now I'll say it to you. I think that the fact that we're using uh, West Coast zone run is going to attack more inside with, like, the drag routes and the slant routes. So if the, compute, if the CPU does decide the scheme for our outside Smash route, it will put our natural routes in a better position.
1: I do, too. I think that's uh, That's another reason I did choose Smash, because I knew West Coast Zone Run does attack up, like, in the middle with its routes a lot more than some of the other schemes. So I th- definitely Uh, West Coast zone runs kind of a fail safe for that. But I also think smash helps avoid some of their better linebackers and coverage too, which is why I chose it because even though on like drags and slants and all those short routes like that ends and stuff, those routes are just hard to defend and linebackers are going to get caught up and they're just going to go a decent bit, but they got some really good coverage linebackers. Like they got Wayne Norman. I mean, Wayne Norman can cover man. Like, I mean, he's got the speed to cover, so. Right. Like, he's, he's he's not, like, incredible in coverage, but he's got the speed to cover a man because he's good in zone, too. I mean, they got some good coverage linebackers. Like, they're right outside linebacker Jaron Gray can cover, too. Young guy. Yeah. They got two he's in cover. And, then, and then they got cornerbacks who can play man real well. But we have two receivers who can beat man. I like our matchup versus the cornerbacks. But on those ends, drags and slants and stuff, we we are going to confuse the coverage. And I think those routes are probably going to abuse any they go into zone coverage, which I feel they're going to go into a decent bit. They're going to go into zone. And I think those drags and stuff, even though drags and stuff are usually a man beater and slants and stuff like that, like if you do a man blitz, then those slants, if you don't get sacked, you're going to throw for like a sixty-yard touchdowns. But I think if we find the holes in the zones with some of our shorter routes, like curls and stuff like that, I think they'll be in trouble.
0: On that regard, yes, sir, yes, sir. I can't wait to see it all. I can't wait to see it all come to fruition on uh, on the field. We shall see. We shall see. I'm really, I'm really hyped. I'm really hyped. All right. Now, I have my guys that I'm looking forward to seeing, but just from your perspective, uh, who are guys uh I guess a guy on our offense, a guy on our offense, and then a guy on the T Burst defense that you think will be key to uh either our success or our failure this
1: week. All right. Well, the in my opinion, the most important player on our offense. And that's just this is just me saying this, but I mean, I think it's Ryan Brinker, because if our receivers are getting open, Ryan Brinker's going to have to be sharp because we're going to need a game where he doesn't make any mistakes. And I think when our receivers get open, he's got to make those throws. He can't miss those throws. We can't miss opportunities in this game. And it's going to be up to him. to Make sure he runs this offense right. I think we're going to put our playmakers in a position to succeed. And I think it's going to be up to Brinker really bring it home for us. I I think he can too. I think it's going to be key. And I think our O-line is going to have to give Brinker the time he needs to make plays. Even though we're trying to make the time he needs less. Because because of the player who I think it's going to be the most important to stop on their defensive line. I know that uh, Isaiah Ingram hasn't had the biggest year so far this year. But that's because the CPU wasn't putting him in the right spot for some reason. So he's going to be coming off the edge again. And he's going to be on those third down rushes he's going to be making an impact and if we don't stop Isaiah Ingram he's going to disrupt our whole offense all night and if he disrupts our whole offense we built we've built our like most of our game plan around making sure uh Isaiah Ingram and Max Knight don't destroy our team we had to adjust for that had to make sure our quarterback wasn't going to get a sacked a lot so we went with some shorter routes but I mean, I think those are the players that are gonna I mean, be the most key. That that isn't everything, but like those are the players who are the most key in my opinion for this game. You, you I have agree. I
0: agree. Now my players to watch are similar to exactly what you were just saying, as you were saying uh Brinker in the O line versus the D line, especially with Isaiah Ingram being back in the fold. My thing was Patrick Bain. Versus Jaren Gray, now that he's back where he's supposed to be in coverage. Will we have those same – we're really going to need Bain to occupy Jaren Gray enough to where our receivers don't have that underneath coverage there against well, him. I think that's going to be a very, very key matchup. If we can win that matchup, because if we come out and – the Thunderbirds' corners are playing at that high of a level. We're going to need that guy who can come in and make those plays. And with Bain facing the type of linebacker that uh, Jaron Gray is, I think that's going to be a very key game and a very key matchup in our short game.
1: I mean, Jaron Gray is really good in coverage, but you you
0: can't definitely can't sleep on
1: uh, Patrick Bain. He's a legend in the RFL, so... I mean, I, I have faith in him. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good player. He does everything well. He's he's a great receiving threat. I mean, I think – I don't know if he's going to overpower him with speed or anything cause, or even or size because, I mean, Jaron Gray has him beat on those things. But I think his route running and his catching traffic and stuff and his ability to just catch it. All these covered is going to come in handy. I also think sometimes he's just going to occupy his own and he's just going to be open just in general because of how the T-birds are covering and how this new offense works. He's going to get a lot more opportunities to get targeted. I mean, Jaron Gray's really good, though. And if they don't put Jaron Gray on Patrick Bain, Patrick Bain's going to get like 100 yards. So, and he still might. I mean, he still could, even with Jaron Gray, but it's going to be harder if Jaron Gray's on him. I
0: think Jaren Gray an X-Factor too Who's an X factor? If I'm not mistaken I think he's an X-Factor too It might not be turned on I think you can only have three on I think the, the Thunderbirds have like Nine X-Factors But I think he's an X-Factor too I'm going to double check Are
1: we uh, having Patrick Bain's X-Factor
0: on? Oh yeah Because we only have three X-Factors on all them, so all our X yeah Yeah I, I thought
1: we only had three But I was making sure
0: so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we got to keep him on. Yeah, I think
1: I think at worst he's going to end up getting like 50 yards and occupy their linebacker. He's going to get 50.
0: Right. We we just we need the catches. I think Bain, if he can get loose, he's he's good run after the catch, but we need the catch. Every catch is pretty I mean, bad I think
1: Bane I think Bain's pretty reliable in that regard. All he can catch and when yes. he's in
0: space, he's good. That's
1: why he's one of the best tight ends in RFL history. Is he the best in RFL? Who's the best yeah. tight end in
0: RFL history? I, I know he's gotta be up there. It'll be up for debate. I'm biased, so I'm gonna say Bain, but there are other great tight ends. I know uh Stroke Tire is a good uh tight end. Eric Reese is a good tight end. Who else? Uh Nacho Cheese, Nacho Cheese is a great tight end. Uh who else just comes to mind? Uh, I know somebody's going to kill me. Somebody. Oh, the Red Dragons. What's it? Mac, it's either McIntyre or McIntosh. They got too many matches. He's a great tight end. The Celtic Tigers have a good tight end. So it's a, it's a few of them yeah, out there's, here. there's a
1: lot of legends in RFL. Even though it's only been around six years, there's a lot of legendary players.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of great tight Patrick, ends out Patrick
1: Baines up there, though. He's cementing his name in history.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to say he's been he a career pass, Baron, right? But I'm pretty sure he's, he's been a you career Baron,
1: right? He's been Yes. Huh? Yeah, yes. He's, he would be the first number retired in Baron's history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're hoping to get him an RFL goal this year.
0: Definitely. We got to get him. We want to get him a few rings. We want to get him a few, but we definitely got to get we him We want to really,
1: year. he's already cemented his Hall of Fame case, but we wanted to cement his trophy case too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. All right, Nicky Flames, do you have any any final thoughts, any shout-outs that you want to give out to the RFL community? I mean,
1: shout-outs to the RFL community? I mean, Smitty, I know Smitty's working hard on trying to make the league as active of a place as possible. He's been putting in new roles for prospects, making sure all the new prospects coming in are actually active in the league and keeping up with it. So that some active guy in the chat and in the channel who wants to be a quarterback can't be a quarterback because three inactive dudes are in it, you know?
0: Like he's making sure that goes
1: out well. I know uh, the Elks coach was interviewing Mitchie. He was interviewing uh, Mitchie, who coaches the Snowhawks. So he's doing a good job of supporting the league like that, making sure to get his podcast out there. I think it was one of his first, if not his first.
0: We got to get on there, man. One last thing pack, I got to
1: say about uh, about the team we're facing is uh, the T-Birds, their strength isn't their secondary, but they got some really good players in their secondary. Like Every one of their players yeah. in their secondary has good speed, and uh, I think the matchup between Alex Marincola and uh, Amari Manuel is going to be interesting, but I think Amari Manuel is going to win that matchup. And then... We're going to be playing their slot corner, a Joe Johnson is. And I think that's really – I think Joe Johnson's going to really have a big day against Bill Steffens, you know, if that's who's playing in their slot. I think it is. Steffens, you know. I think it's yes. a big day against him. I hope because even though Bill Steffens might be a little bit faster than him, I mean, I can't really tell on tape that he's any faster. I mean, it says he's faster on the site. When you actually watch the games, he doesn't look faster, honestly. But he's supposedly faster. But, I mean, Joe Johnson's bigger than him. He's a better route runner. He's kind of like Keenan Allen. So he's just going to create separation with his route running. And Joe Johnson catches everything that comes his way. And once he does catch it with some open space, despite on paper not having the biggest speed, like the best speed, that's, that doesn't show up. It doesn't translate. His speed rating is higher in the game, in my opinion. Like, it says it's like 90. But it feels like it's 94 because every time he gets the ball, he seems to just run after catch and just get more and more yards. So, I mean, I think that's going to be an important matchup, that I think Joe Johnson's going to win. And I think that is that is an underrated key aspect of the game. And I know Ricky Trannon, even though he's not the biggest part of our offense, he is an important player to it. Like, he's had some big, important moments in this game. In this particular game plan, I don't think he's the most important player. But he is a key player because he's going to have a tough matchup, in my opinion. I think I think Eric Strotter is a tough matchup for him because, I mean, he, Eric Strotter is a fast quarterback, cornerback who can play good man, good zone. He's good in press. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for uh, Trannan because he's going to be the number two in those three wide receiver sets. But I think Ricky Tran's is still going to be all right. Like Ricky Tran a good route runner and he's good. He's not the best at catching the ball, but he's pretty good. He doesn't drop it ever. Like, I think he's going to get open off his route running. But I think Eric Strader is a tough matchup for him. It's going to be interesting to see how he does there. But, I mean, the routes that we're running in this playbook, West Coast Zone and Smash, I mean, I think those concepts do favor Ricky Tranan. So, I think they favor his strength. So, I think that might mitigate it, and he still might have a good day. Like, he's going to get open here and there. He's going to do well when they run zone two, probably. But another big player on the T-Birds we got to watch out for is their middle linebacker, Wayne Norman. I've I've already mentioned him once, but that that man is a sure tackler. That man has a ton of ability when it comes to covering. He's fast. I mean, he does everything right at the linebacker spot. He's going to be a problem in the run game, and he's going to be a problem covering, too. Like, not as – I would argue that uh, who's-his-face. We j- I just talked about him. Uh, I would argue Jaron Gray is going to be better in coverage than him, but I still think he's a really good coverage linebacker, and he's got the athleticism to cover one-on-one, and he's solid in zone two. And if if you catch it right. with, him, with that middle linebacker in the area, he's going to tackle you. So it's going to be hard to get run-after catch if that dude's in front of you. So it's going to be interesting to see how our offense handles him because he's a real – three-down linebacker who's a real superstar. So, I mean, like, you look at this T-Birds team and their whole defense, I just look at all their players and I'm like, man, that dude is really good. Like, every position. Like, I look at every position and I'm like, that That dude's really good. And I look on tape and I'm just like, man, everyone on this team works together. Like, the only times I saw the T-Birds look bad on defense when I watched them the year, it's usually because the CPU was running some dumbass shit or had their players out of position. So, it was never that their players right. didn't have the talent to do it. It was just they weren't put in positions to succeed. It's the only time they failed. t the are a scary team, but I think, right. I think we have the playmakers to beat them. We, we do. And we, if we plan this game right, we're going to beat them, and I think we have. So. I'm not saying we're going to beat them, but I think we, gotta, we put ourselves in a position to succeed.
0: Oh, I'm saying that. We're going to beat them. We're winning. We got to win this game. We are winning this game. We're winning. Every game is a must-win. Every especially, game is the championship. Especially this game. This,
1: especially this is a big game. This, game. this is for...
0: This, this game, game could cost, cost us the us division in the, the playoffs. Yeah.
1: If we win this game, we have a decisive advantage in the division. Like, we yes. have to really play yes. like shit to lose the division. After, If we win against the T-Birds. Yes. I want to win out. Yes. I want to win every single game to the championship from here. So, like, after we beat the T-Birds, there's going to be no rest for the Wicked. But this – I focused a lot of my energy on this game. This is is going to be one of the most important ones.
0: I understand. I did the same. I did the same, so I definitely understand.
1: Yeah, what do you think about the players I was talking about? you agree about that? you agree that uh, Wayne Norman is going to be an issue for us at times?
0: Oh, yeah. Wayne Norman is like three-time back-to-back <laughs> linebacker of the year. So, I definitely understand what man, Wayne Norman is bringing to the table. I looked at Wayne Norman.
1: Like, like, I didn't think on tape I was watching their linebackers. I'm like, they're pretty solid, man. Let me let me look at the ratings. Like, they're looking great. And they look at the ratings. And I'm like, yeah, the ratings back it up, too. They look incredible on tape. They look incredible when you look at their numbers. And then you just see Wayne Norman. Just Wayne Norman's just a beast. I'm just like, so that's their middle linebacker. That's just that's just yeah. great. <laughs> it's great we got this dude who's fast and can tackle yes. and can cover. I would, campaign Wayne, Wayne Norman, I would compare Wayne Norman. I would compare Wayne Norman's like Luke Keekley. That's like the type of player he is cuz like that same way Luke Keekley could do every single aspect of the game at an elite level. Like I don't when I watched Luke Keekley, like he was a yeah. sure tackler, man, was a beast. He knew what play the other team was running before the other team knew it. The Wayne Norman, the same type of ability like a beast in coverage, beast in the run game, beast with his mind. Like the man is a monster. So, but I mean, I don't know. We're trying to find ways to attack this defense. We're, we're I think we're more so attacking their secondary. And thankfully, we got the receivers to do that. Like, if we didn't have the receivers to do that, it's hard to beat the T-Birds. If you don't have good receivers, there's not a lot of ways to be because they're even though their secondary is pretty good, Definitely. it's the weakest part of their team.
0: Thank you for calling in, Nikki Flames. Uh, can't wait to see how the game plan tunes out. Uh, turns out for uh, this week's game, uh, Sunday Monday night, night. or oh, not Monday night, Sunday night at.
1: Uh, oh, let PM me I can look it up real quick. I got it open. Uh, what week twelve? It's gonna be at eight. It's gonna be eight p.m. Okay, eight p.m. Oh yeah, it was Sunday night. But now we okay,
0: okay. So, Rob, 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 we calling the game. Shout out to Mix. Shout out to Mix. Definitely, definitely. All right. It was it was great talking to you, Nikki Flames. We'll definitely be calling you back no after the game for the results. We definitely got to get uh, we definitely got get a, a reaction. I hope we're for celebrating victory division That's all I'm saying. Yes,
1: yeah. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Me too, man. All
0: right, man. I'll Me see you later, too, man. Talk to you later. All right, talk to you later, man. Man, I like this. I like this call-in feature, man. I really, really like this call-in feature, man. Uh, we're definitely gonna have uh, Nikki Flames on the pod uh, again. Uh, call in after this, hopefully after this win. Hopefully after this, after this win. All right, uh, man. As we as we get better with the. With learning how this works, uh, I know we tried it last time talking together, and it wasn't as fluid, so this time we kind of tried a question answer method to see if it can help clear our communication up, but just uh, as we get better with this, man, as I learn uh, this app a little more, man, I've, I've gotten really invested into this podcast a lot more than I thought that I would, like, it's really starting to become something that I love to do, man, I look forward to talking to y'all, man, so... As we as we grow, as we learn a little bit more, man, uh, we may start working on getting other guests on the pod as well, man. Maybe if uh, some of the coaches want to talk pre-game uh, or post-game, maybe we can interview some guys uh, during the offseason, just guys that we're interested in. Hey, come to the pod, guys who are fans of the pod. Uh, I know there's a, a couple prospects who listen to the pod that uh, we could definitely get on here and have them talk about uh, – uh, them going into the draft, what they're looking forward to, uh, what kind of players they want to be, uh, what type of team they want to play for, uh, things like that. Uh, and, man, there's a lot of possibilities and things that we can do with this, man. So we're definitely going to see how this grows, man. We're definitely going to see how this grows. Uh, and I definitely want to thank everyone who tunes in, man. I appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I really didn't expect it or things to go how things have been going, man, but this has been a great uh, little investment, man. Uh, I've learned a lot, man, not only just about podcasting, but just from coaching too, man, going back, watching the games, being able to hear and document uh, my mistakes, man, and my, and my wins, like when I do right too, man. So that's been great, man. But this is already running long, so let's get out of here. All right, see y'all Monday. I keep saying Monday. I don't know why. See y'all Sunday night, 8 o'clock. All right. I'm hype, man. We need this, man. We need this. But as always, man, earn your stripes, okay? Protect the crown, okay? Guerrilla Gang, yes, sir. All right. Bomb Squad, go Baron.